0: Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out yes you can change your life now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing i am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave welcome to the moon magic podcast Welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and today we are shifting into Aries energy. We're about to bring in mindset, movement, magic with one of my most favorite human beings, Stephanie Burgess is here with me today. She is, oh my goodness, I don't even have a title for you. I don't know how many things to describe you as because you are so amazing and I just adore you and our conversation, get ready people, is probably going to be off the charts in all the most amazing ways. Welcome and thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've been really excited to do this. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I love
0: chatting with you anytime. So behind the scenes here, we're really good friends. We have a lot in common to do with some really fun and funky things that maybe we'll get into personality wise you are also for the listeners out there that don't know you, you are an amazing transformation coach. You bring in mindset, you bring in movement, you bring in all the things that dreamers want and adore. And I have loved watching your journey so far. So let's maybe chat a little bit more about how you got into coaching. Like what, what type of coaching do you do?
1: Oh my goodness. How I got into coaching. So it was, it's more recent I did my certifications within the last uh, three years. Prior to that, I worked in wealth management. So I worked in the finance industry for 20 years. And I was in that role because I didn't know what else I wanted to do. I didn't know who I was. I was just kind of encouraged when I was younger to go where the money is, to chase success, to chase the, the pension, the security, all the things. And that's where I landed. But while I was there through the whole 20 years, there was always this like voice in my head that was always kind of pulling me and telling me you're meant to sort of you're meant to work with people on a deeper level. You're meant to make a difference on a deeper level. You have a bigger message, a, a more important. I don't want to say more important message, but that's how it feels to me. A more important message to share through my own transformation. I started with yoga. I went to yoga classes and i fell in love with the practice because i could do it and i liked i just loved how it made me feel from there it kind of snowballed into all the certifications so yoga pilates meditation then i moved into health coaching then transformational coaching and it just like it just kept going and it actually has never stopped <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so when you say like my hand is in all the pots like it really is in all the pots yeah it absolutely is yeah
0: <laughs> I think this is so fascinating because I just relate so much on in so many levels and all the pots and all the things and the transformation really never ending too And I love the part on, you know, my particular journey anyways, where I have started out with something thinking I was going to do probably something else initially. And then it led to a different thing. And then all of a sudden I am like teaching moon magic. And I don't know even how I got here, but somehow it's pretty magical and it feels right. And I couldn't have created my life path if I would have tried from the beginning. And I have a sense that that's been probably your experience too.
1: Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. I never, ever imagined that I would be where I am right now, because my plan, what my plan was, this was not at all in my plan. And really all it was, was starting to listen to my own voice and my internal voice, and it was simply a series of yeses saying yes to those little things that show up and kind of piqued my interest or. I felt strongly about, instead of being afraid or worried about what it was or what it meant, I just started saying yes. And that's where the snowball started and it continues to roll today. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I love that you mentioned the yes, because this is totally the energy this week and first quarter of the yes. And oftentimes what happens with this is we get lit up about an idea or an opportunity comes to us out of nowhere. And it's like, Oh, that's really exciting in that first little initial split second of a thought. And then we tend to think about all the reasons why we can't, or it's not the right timing, or I have to do this first, I don't have the support or the money or the energy, it can go on and on and on and on in a split second as well, right after that initial feeling to say why we can't. And so oftentimes what happens for people in this phase, I find is the yes lights them up, but they say the no and it starts to feel really stuck so did you notice before you started being a yes girl that you were a no girl
1: oh my gosh yes i mean no i wasn't (laughs) yes i was a no girl i was totally a no girl i took no risks i colored inside the lines i followed all the rules i stayed in my box i didn't move anywhere near discomfort and that's truly what kept me in a box that's what kept me feeling so small i didn't allow myself to explore the things that would pass through my mind and kind of like rev me up and get in, like my my feelings moving um i would just ignore it i would shut it down and be like no i don't have the money i don't have the time what are people going to think I'm too busy. I would come up with every excuse in the book. I'm very good at self-sabotage. Even today if I wanted to, I I could. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, b- before I said yes to nothing. And looking back, if I could go back like even like 15 years, 20 years and just start saying yes to where my heart was actually trying to pull me, it would have been a whole other journey in itself. It it, it might have been bigger, it might not have been, but yeah. If I, any advice would be just go where your heart is calling you and just say, yes, just yeah. say yes. yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I have a feeling if you're listening right now, you probably are getting the niggles, the nudges, things that are showing up as signs for certain aspects to take. Probably that path less traveled tends to be the one of the heart led Entrepreneur. And an interesting thing is happening right now in this energy as we wrap up the last couple of days of 2022. And that is that we are about to shift gears into what I'm going to call opposite land. And opposite land is actually a really good thing if you've been stuck. There was this little tiny mindset that changed in me years ago when I realized nothing is working, everything that I'm doing is not producing results. And if nothing I'm doing is working, then maybe the opposite is actually what I need to do. And this comes from a Seinfeld episode. I think it was like, right. Okay, I'm sitting here going, George. (laughs) Yeah. So it's very seldom that somebody gets this, that George Costanza changed my life. And this is why I love you so much, because this is how we connect so deeply. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so George Costanza had this, was it the summer of George? I can't even remember where he, no, that was a different episode. He needed to change, what was it? Do you even remember?
1: He, it started off where they were in the cafe and he didn't get his normal sandwich. He ordered a different sandwich, (laughs) which led to another, a lady ordering the same sandwich and then they connected. And then they realized bizarro, no, is it bizarro world? Maybe that's a different one too, I don't know. (laughs) But George started doing the opposite of his natural inclination and everything started working out for him. Yeah. And it was hilarious. It's
0: so funny because it it really, there was so much truth to it because he's like, you know, this kind of character that nobody really likes because he's kind of a jerk a lot of the time and he's pretty selfish. (laughs) And so it would make sense that if you want to have some different results, George, like do something else. And sure it really changed my life. So the times when I would say no to something, when I really wanted to say yes to something, I would channel George Costanza and I would show up and do the opposite, even when it felt scary. And I think that's the biggest thing here is when we want to show up and say yes to something and we get in that energy of saying yes, it's not because all of a sudden, all of the emotions of stepping out of the box disappear, right?
1: Right. If anything, they, yeah, they get really loud.
0: They do. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So brilliant point. So expect that as we're shifting into this new energy of the opposites, where things haven't been working for you, there's something that's coming in. That's going to give you that change in direction. This may come from an initial idea to say, Hey, I'm ready to follow that calling. And now I'm really freaking scared. It may come in the way of I realizing I need to do completely the opposite of all of my results. Notice the thoughts that are happening this week in particular, because they are trying to change the direction for you to say yes to something that has been calling for probably quite some time. So Stephanie, what are some of the ways that you have used to kind of help yourself when those emotions, when all of those things come to a heighten, as you step out of that box, what are some of the ways you navigate that?
1: This was actually really big for me. Um, because I was so uncomfortable with taking risks and moving in new ways. It wasn't until I learned how to soothe myself, to be honest, because for me in particular, whenever I was thinking about doing something new and out of my comfort zone, it actually felt more like I was throwing my nervous system into fight or flight. And that then I wasn't going to do anything. So like my anxiety would just be revving um, and, it, and it would actually discourage me from moving at all because I was so fearful. So once I learned um, like just mindfulness practices, so like breathing and learning how to soothe myself and learning how to sit with that discomfort, breathe through it, kind of lean into it a little bit so that you can start taking small steps. And that's how I had to do it. I'm not one of those people that can just rip off a Band-Aid and jump and go. Like, it's just not who I am. I really had to be kind to myself, be patient with myself, and really um, be gentle with the steps that I was taking. And I think that's that's important for people to know, too, because what we see on social media a lot is just do it. Just jump, just do it. Stop procrastinating and just do the thing. But it's not always that easy, especially if you have a history of any kind of trauma or just anxiety, anything that happens to come up. It's really important that we learn how to take care of our nervous system and our emotions as we're moving through these changes.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned like the past yeah. trauma piece to it, because I know mm-hmm. as myself being the quiet, shy little girl, not because I actually was quiet and shy, but because I was conditioned not to speak and not to be heard. Cause that would get me in a world of trouble at home that really transferred into, I don't want to boldly step into being on camera and talking and writing and doing these things. Cause that's, that feels like crap when I first started.
1: Yeah, that's scary. Like that can feel jarring to to somebody who grew up that way and wants so badly to do new things, but your body is just not ready to do it. So it's really important to just give yourself that grace and that space to take things slow to learn how to take care of yourself so that you can start to move through these things with a bit more comfort. I find it just makes a world of a difference.
0: Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. And there's a piece there that you said that was really important about uh, the embodiment. And I truly believe that we have this energetic being to who we are the spiritual, the emotional, the mental part of us, and the physical kind of legs a little bit behind and needs to catch up to Mm. our emotional energetic body. So that muscle memory piece, right? Of the body physically stopping us from doing things sometimes from that nervous system reaction for something you may know mentally
1: is like, yes, this is me, but Mm.
0: I can't open my mouth right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's really big. It's, it's really, really big. And like I said, I see it on social media all the time it's kind of like one of my pet peeves now that people, not everybody can just rip off a band-aid and do the thing, right? Like it's such, it's such an important thing to understand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about the, just do it this morning. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Like literally probably two hours ago. And as I was thinking about that phrase, because I was a Nike girl growing up, I loved soccer. I loved like Mia Hamm and I was all into the, like, just do it. And it was probably thinking back because I was trying to self-soothe myself from all of the emotional trauma that was going on, figure out a way to do the opposite, Katie, but I needed George Costanza later Mm -hmm. on in life (laughs) to really do it. But the phrase that came through thinking about that today was instead of just do it, just start.
1: Just start. Yeah, that's perfect.
0: Because sometimes just starting means sending a message to somebody, right? Sometimes it means just allowing yourself five minutes to breathe before you go into a doctor's appointment.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something that I talk about a lot when I'm working with people one-on-one and when I'm doing workshops for, like I do workshops at high schools with, with adolescents and stuff like that. And the very first thing I talk about is actually learning how to connect to yourself, Noticing and observing what's happening on all levels. So, emotional, spiritual, where's your energy? What are you feeling in your body? And then from there, what is it that you need to make your next step? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you actually need before you can move forward to support yourself in moving forward? And it's just been a really helpful practice for me. It's definitely a practice that I do all the time and every day. And it's changed pretty much my life and how I connect to myself. But Yeah, I think it it, it all comes back to just that connection to self and getting to know, you know, who's in there, what's really going on before you start kind of taking those steps.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned the youth component here because you were Mm -hmm. working on something really exciting coming in the new year as well, writing in this amazing co-author project that we have going on for youth. So navigation tools to thrive in the human experience has been like this incredible passion piece from amazing contributors like yourself who are making a difference in the world starting with our youth. Because we have had quite a shift and change in mm-hmm. how the world is, how we operate, than when even you and I were growing up and teenagers. So, having those tools to really help those who are coming up into all of this change, I think is super important. And I've loved watching you thrive into this particular area of focus. What is it that lights you up about working with kids?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, I could say so much about this. And I will say also like the book, when I said yes, that was one of my yeses was saying yes to the book. There was just something inside of me that felt like, and I think I said that to you, I sent you a voice note and said, something is telling me I need to do this. Mm. And I didn't think about all the obstacles that could got in the way. I just focused on what I was feeling about it. And I said, yes. Sorry. That was a side note. So for adolescents. Yeah. So like you said, um, the world is so different from when we grew up from when we went to high school. I think we're a similar age, but I think we were probably both in what high school in the nineties in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, Late nineties, late nineties. Right. It's so different. The, we didn't have these opportunities like, or I didn't anyways, where I went to school, we didn't have um, an opportunity to take a wellness class or to try yoga or to talk about our thoughts or to talk about anything like that. So none of this stuff was even in my realm when I was younger. Um, nobody was talking to me about it. Nobody was asking me like the deep questions about who I was and who I wanted to be. And growing up, I did have a bit of a chaotic upbringing and my probably my teen years, yeah, my adolescence, 12 to my teen years were probably some of my hardest times. And I didn't have anybody that I could talk to or that I felt safe to bring anything to. So I think when I'm working with the adolescent group now, when I see them, I see so much of myself in them and I just got goosebumps. It Hmm. always happens. I see so much of myself in them. I can tell by the way they carry themselves. I can, I can just read them so easily. And I, I just feel like this, this connection to them is, Almost, it's almost as if I'm still that age. Clearly, I'm not, Mm -hmm. but I just have this ability to really, really connect with that age. And what's important to me is to sort of tell them all the things that nobody told me, show them the tools that nobody showed me. You know what I mean? Give them the encouragement that I never had, inspire them in a way that I was never inspired. Because I think if they have that at that age, it can. Seriously, if they if they connect to it and they hold on to it, it can transform how they become adults in gigantic ways. Like gigantic ways. I'm getting very excited about this now. I love it. <laughs> I love and it. like, yeah, I'm getting all energized. But and that's what it is. I just I want to see these kids and, and regardless of what is happening for them at home, I want them to know that they can still move through this they can adopt practices to help them move through this they can become who they want to be and there are there are people out there that do see them and do want the best for them and yeah if i could just get into their little environments and oh and and help them change things for themselves it just really 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 lights me up like really lights up.
0: Uh, i love this so much for you and I'm so incredibly excited that you initially said yes because I feel like there's always something behind the yes. Like there's the project itself and all the amazingness that will come with that. But I've already seen how doors have been opening up for you just in the saying the mm. yes to then do something else and it leads elsewhere. So yeah. it's kind of like the yes and the just start is never really about okay i'm going to complete that thing but it's going to be a step on a ladder towards fulfilling my life
1: purpose maybe absolutely yeah like when i said yes to it it was saying yes to writing the chapter in the book but that was just like a a small piece of what has happened since then because in doing that i've realized you know, how passionate and connected I am to that age. And then, like, like you said, doors have started opening. So now I'm doing yoga classes with that group. Now I'm doing workshops with that group. I have that group starting to follow me on Instagram, which is amazing and nice. And yeah, if I can just get the messages out there, like, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, goodness. And it's such a, a difference in when we try to do something, right? So for all of those are uh, listening that are also coaches or working in wellness and health and fitness and all these amazing things, you know, what is the thing that sometimes we start off a business idea with is likely, okay, well, I see a need for that. And mentally that makes sense. Let's do that. I have a skill set in that. For me, it was mm-hmm. mindset and performance coaching, helping people with anxiety, because it was a piece that I had been through but I soon mm-hmm. after realized it didn't really light me up in the same way as all of my secret stuff in quotations, which was really the spiritual and the uh, moon manifesting and working with phases and all of that stuff. And the moment yeah. I started to let people know I do this, my whole life changed showing up mm. really became so much easier and unscripted. It was less reparation. Right? Mm -hmm. To show up in that Mm -hmm. energy of the thing you're passionate about. Have you found? I see you nodding, but they don't see you nodding. Like
1: everything, everything you say always, I'm always like, yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I started, like I said, I started just teaching yoga, not just teaching yoga, but my business started as teaching yoga. Everything was kept on the very physical level, everything was physical. And I sometimes would dip to the internal stuff and it evolved into coaching. I still kept it pretty surface level. I kept the niche surface level to just personal growth. But it wasn't until I actually came out with my own story that people really started to resonate with what I was saying. Like once I became a bit vulnerable and opened up about my own life and my own transformation and decided to focus on the niche that I really, really secretly wanted to focus on, that's when it became almost effortless and it started to feel like not easier but easier just less like less scripted and less forced yeah less all of it just became less forced which is which is great it just feels so much better when you when you're working in what you truly want to work in Yeah.
0: Oh, I totally agree. And if you're out there listening, thinking, I don't know, I don't know what lights me up. I don't know what the thing is that I'm supposed to be working in. The secret answer to that is there's hints in the things you want to say yes to and feel like you can't. This is the energy Mm. to focus on that because you probably won't get all the answers and like a big download of this is my life purpose. And now I've got it in that simple step but it is leading to those huge aha moments, those fulfilling, just pieces of conversations that you get and the resonance with others, the community, your people really start to come in when you say yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just starting to say yes. And It's funny because when I felt like, what I used to feel like was there has to be more to life than this. Like when I worked in corporate and I didn't know who I was or what I wanted, I always used to say that there has to be more to life than this, like Mm. this can't be it. And that was the worst feeling in the world to feel like this is it. Yeah, right. But once I started saying yes, I had no idea what was ever (laughs) gonna happen but things just started popping up and then realizations and awarenesses and growth just starts happening. And then all of a sudden you're just in this weird momentum that you never could have expected. And you're landing in places you never thought you'd land or even want to be in. It's, it's very strange and surreal, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. It's, I love hearing these kinds of stories and seeing others who are, you know, growing on their own journey in their own magical, interesting and, you know, opposite land ways. And it's just, it really is a joy to watch yeah. you in your element and grow into that more and more. And I have one really important question for you that we haven't covered today that I want to make sure mm. that the listeners know about you. And that is what is your favorite chocolate bar?
1: Oh my gosh. I have to pick one. <laughs> one. Okay, well you you know I love fruit and nut. Yep. Yeah. Is that the favorite though? Or is there oh
0: I thought it was your favorite. Are you thinking about a different one? Are you cheating on our fruit and nut obsession
1: here? I kind of go through phases, but <laughs> fruit and nut is fruit and nut is up there. Snickers is up there too. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The only chocolate bar I probably won't take is Coffee Crisp.
0: Oh, we I just don't like found it. a divide. I like coffee crisp.
1: I love coffee though.
0: Okay. You're redeemed.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. One of our running jokes is that we, we talk to each other in emojis and they're usually food. It's donut, it's chocolate bars. It's like, oh, I don't know. Ice I just, cream.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I have a really, I have a, a big sweet tooth.
0: Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. right there with you. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks for indulging in that for a moment. And uh, where does everybody find you? Because this is the time where you want to get on board with Stephanie as she's going to be launching some really incredible things and this book, and there's just so much to come. So where do we find you online?
1: So you can find me on Instagram at Stephanie B coaching. I am on Facebook. I think Facebook is just Stephanie B. I used to be wellness and then I changed it to coaching. You know, things keep evolving and changing. But right now it's Stephanie B Co- uh, Stephanie B Coaching on Instagram. And yeah, the book's going to be coming out. I'm working on a program, a new program right now that I want to be launching in the new year it's called The Haven. It is focused on my niche, which is adults who grew up in chaos. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I have a lot going on. Uh, my hand is in all kinds of pots. But, um, yeah, it's awesome. So I would, I would love to just, yeah. Connect with anybody who resonates for sure.
0: Incredible. Congratulations on everything you're doing, everything that is to come. Mm -hmm. And I will definitely make sure to put all your links in the comments here so everyone can find you easy. And uh, stay tuned the book launch coming in May navigation tools to thrive in the human experience. It is a blueprint for youth. And also, I mean, there's so much I relate to in these stories from the amazing authors at my age at, I I say it like I'm like 105, but you know, when you live a lot of lifetimes, you kind of get an old soul vibe. (laughs) So (laughs) at any age, it'll resonate some amazing stories and resources there.
1: Thank you so much, Katie. This has been so fun. Like I, my face hurts from smiling because we always have fun, but yeah, I appreciate it. It's been awesome.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here for rounding out you guys. This is really big news. Actually, you are symbolic of the completion phase for season two Of the Moon Magic Podcast. And we are transitioning into something really magical. Our next episode will be on January 6th to kick off the full moon and completely new vibe. We are going live and unscripted, answering all of your questions. Guys, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone with this one. So many of you have asked for a couple of different things that I've been like, oh, I don't know. Can I do that? Well, guess what? I'm going to take my own advice and I can do that. So, Stay tuned. You're going to want to hang
1: out with us awesome. more.
0: And uh, thank you, Stephanie, again.
1: Yeah. No. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited to hear your 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 changes that are coming up for the podcast too. No, it sounds. I'm very excited. I'm excited. Thank, thank you. you. I am channeling my George Costanza
0: and encouraging you to do the same. <laughs> we'll see you in the new Summer year. Of George. <laughs> I'm just beaming with light over here thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion-filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best-selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, www.coachkady.com and remember katie is spelled k-a-d-y while you're there check out all of the ways to create magic in your own life including moon logic magic school spiritual coaching and options to visit the enchanted forest remember to sign up for your free monthly moon magic calendar to know when the moon is shifting and how to harness that energy to grow your business And connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at katieromaniolo or moonlogic.official. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week, I love you to the moon and back.